In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Wednesday's edition of Sex Talk with Lou. Tonight, I, you know how you've ever had those days when it's kind of like the universe conspired to put everything in front of you in the exact order that you need it? As I was preparing to put things together for my guest this evening, I also happen to be one of, I don't know how many countless million people who watched the final episode of Oprah's 25 Years. And one of the things that she spoke of is the things that have always driven her that she listens to that voice, that, you know, that, that she knows that God is love and that God is grace and there's a divine intervention and, and all of these things that have happened to her have been as a result of her listening to what those whispers are in her life. And my guest this evening, Marla Fries, is an expert at helping people to listen to those same intuitive parts of themselves because she herself is a psychic, which is the term that is, you know, refers to the intuitive part of ourselves. But she also has a gift of being a medium, and that is her ability to connect with the deceased loved ones who, for those who want to have questions answered or those who want to address things. The reason I wanted to have Marla be on my show is having done sessions with her myself, she can give you and has the ability to give insight into how and why relationships and you operating in the world, things aren't going smoothly. And I know for many people, they have a question like, how do I know whether or not I'm doing the right thing or am I with the right person or what is getting in my way? And that is something that Marla has this, uh, this gift to be able to give to people. Now, Marla gets her guidance from Spirit for those who ask for her assistance, and she refers to Spirit as the God Force 
the universe, the Holy Spirit connected to all of us. So that is her source of information and inspiration. She combines therapeutic counseling with life coaching to help people do and go through an introspective journey to give them the tools so that they can walk out the door, as Oprah says, so that they can connect, embrace, liberate, love, and so they can create these things for themselves. Marla, I believe you are on the line with me now, aren't you? Yes, I'm here. Thank you, Lou. It's like I'm listening to you. I'm like, I want to meet her. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, girl, everyone should want to meet you. <laughs> now, let, me, let me ask this. Now, this is, uh, it's almost like Oprah's script for today as she was delivering and talking of how oh, right. and I, what. I missed it today. I missed it today. Did you? So, yeah, I'll be oh, right. darling, it's, it, it was phenomenal. It was her with no guests, no surprises, uh, delivering to people with the gratitude of what this show and these 25 years have given her. You know what? And Even as you say that, I get emotional thinking about it. I oh, get I got it. She's changed, you know, the entire world. Oh, honey, I have goosebumps myself. Yeah. Now, here's, here's a comment that she made is that she was called to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. uh-huh. my, feel, uh-huh. my, my feeling is that is exactly what happened with you. Yeah, yeah. That, well, you know... It's not like I woke up one day and go and said, "Oh, I think I'm going to be a psychic medium." No, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't no, like that. Now, explain <laughs> to people how you got into it and what it was that literally had you continue doing this. Because for our listeners, I've known Marla. Hmm, gosh, 18 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we met when you were acting. You had, you know, you were landing these big contracts for advertisements, for doing commercials, for doing other things. And I was brokering paper. <laughs> yes. Well, you were coming out too. You know, you you were coming out being who you were. And you know, both of us here we are after you know maybe eighteen, nineteen years. And uh, well, well, it's a really good question because all of us are intuitive. I mean, that's the bottom line. Some of us mm-hmm. um, have some of these abilities early on in our childhood, which, which I did. I was psychic as a child, and it was not really encouraged, but it would, it would squeak out once in a while. And I think that it was basically having to turn to acting in order to be able to express myself, to express my emotions. Mm-hmm. And what a clever way for spirit to, to teach me the thing that I needed to learn most as a psychic and as a medium, which is listen. <laughs> because it really is the, and the life coaching that you and I both got from the man that we were training with, Brett Costin, mm-hmm. the that life coaching was getting rid of the noise. And, you know, a lot of the listeners here understand the noise that they have in their head. How do they get clear in order to listen to things? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you a little bit about that, but the, the uh, trajectory of me becoming a medium, I didn't know I was a medium, but what happened was so many things were leading me to understand that this psychic ability was something I had to pay attention to. Um, mm-hmm one thing after another through leaving college or leaving high school to leaving college to the situations that happened to me in Chicago and, sh- 
and uh, Cleveland and then getting me out here to Los Angeles and then mm-hmm. being stalked. I was stalked by someone who had a problem. I and, remember that. Uh, and it led me to have my intuition sort of just blow the top of my head off. And mm-hmm. I got down on my hands and knees and I said, look, Lord God, the universe, the source, please show me what my gifts are about. And I ended up in James Von Prague's house. James Von Prague was a very famous psychic medium, international psychic medium. And it was before his first book came out, before he was really famous. And Spirit put me in his living room, and I didn't leave for four years. I was making enough money as a psychic medium, I mean, excuse me, as an actress, that I could volunteer and support him before I even knew I was a medium. He put me in a class, and he said, you know, honey, you're a medium. So I asked, and I got this wonderful opportunity, and it just started from there. And, and you know, you and I met at the same time that I started to work with James. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, it was my dirty little secret as an actress that this was going on. But how people hear and how people get rid of their noise is something that you and I could talk about for days. But we all have the ability to listen. I mean, the dead are trying to contact us all the time. Your intuitive nature, which is your God-given gift, is tapping at you, tapping your shoulder, saying, pay attention, Lou, make note of this. And I learned, you know, at a young age to listen to the voice. Mm-hmm. Now, what, were, what was the one pivotal event that had you realize this really was there for you? Well, as a, ch- as a child, I was, actually, it was Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, back when I was uh, uh, in 10th grade, I had just finished 10th grade. It was Memorial Day weekend, and I went for a ride on my horse. And my father said, you know, it looks like there's a storm a-brewing. And I said, well, I'm going to make record time on this ride. I'll be back in an hour. And as I turned the corner to go back to the, the, the barn, the farm, um, uh, it was a clap of lightning, and my horse took off. And usually what you do with a runaway horse, and you know this, you, you take one of the reins, you pull it to the right, you spin him out. But I, mm-hmm. was riding on a, I was riding on a highway, and there was an embankment with a barbed wire fence on my right-hand side, and there were trucks on the left-hand side. And I thought, oh, I was processing in my head, oh, there's a big pile of shavings in the barn. If I, if I fly, I'll run into those shavings. And I heard, no, there's no shaving. Put your feet in the stirrup, dig your heels in, and hold on. And I did exactly what I was told. And what happened was there were no shavings. The horse ran for the barn, dug her heels in, and I went flying. And the thing that saved me was my boot in that strap, in that um, in the stirrup, I spun around, hit my butt on the concrete. My head hit the had my head hit the concrete, and I was in twilight land. I had a I had a concussion, and it's the the military psychics that I trained with Lou would would tell me years later, you know, some of the best psychics were those who had post traumatic stress and head injuries, and I had both. So, military psychics, we have one minute until our first break. <laughs> You always tell me something I've never heard before, Marla. Yeah, I know. 
And don't, don't we get to talk about the dead and, and sex? We've got to talk Ab- about that. Absolutely. We're going to do that after we, ca- we come back from our first break. Okay. But you also had the instance, if I'm not mistaken, and we'll talk about this when we come back, that you, there was a young woman in your hometown who was murdered. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, yeah. we have 30 seconds. My guest today is Marla Fries, who, and you can look at her information on www.marlafries.com, marlafries.com, and you can check out her stuff over the break. And anyone who has a question for Marla, you can call in at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869 and we're going to our break and we will be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Pinrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Marla Fries, 
and Marla is a psychic and a medium. And before the break, we were speaking of the first time, you know, the impact happened for her when, uh, well, a peer of hers was murdered in her hometown. And over the break, Marla said, there's even more to add to it. So take it away, Marla. Well, you know, um, this gets into the whole mediumship section of, of my work. And, you know, I, I've, I've always been incredibly skeptic, uh, skeptical about this kind of work. And when I did end up in Ben Prague's house, I wanted to see how he worked because I couldn't understand that people could really talk to the dead. So I was pretty skeptical. And when I saw him and I saw the work, I thought, wow, this is really fascinating. So I kept my skepticism open and then I started working with law enforcement on various cases. So I thought, wow, this is a fascinating thing that's happening. And you know what? Every day that I experience it, it's still interesting to me. But when I went, um, but when I was in seventh grade, there was a, uh, a classmate of mine who was murdered. And it was just this last year that I felt compelled to go back and not only talk to the family, but see why I was compelled to go back. So there are mm-hmm. parts of that that I found very interesting, but the thing that just recently happened that I think that your listeners might find even more interesting than the murder suspect, or the murder and the suspect, is that um, there was a minister that I went back to talk to when my mm-hmm. mother died. And the minister, um, I, I went to have this conversation with him, and we were in his, in his kitchen, and I said, you know what, i got to tell you, I'm hearing from this woman that says, I need you to meet me at the house. And I said, I don't know what this is. And I said, do you know anybody by this name? And I'm just going to say her name was Pam. That really wasn't it. And he said, well, that's my ex-wife who killed herself. And I said, well, she wants to meet at the house. What are we talking about here? And he said, well, it's the house that we used to live in, but it hasn't sold. And I thought, my God, she's been dead for like 10 years, I guess. So I said, she wants to meet there and talk. So what happened, Lou, was I had this incredible conversation with her when I got to the house. I found her in the basement. And she wanted to be forgiven because she was bipolar or she was manic-depressive. And she didn't, she didn't want to kill herself, but she really expressed her sorrow and she wanted him to, you know, express that to the family and, and tell the children how upset she was about the whole thing. And she wanted to be forgiven. Well, here it is seven years later that one of the kids from that hometown of mine just Facebooked me. And his father had not made that communication to him or told the rest of the kids what happened. And just within the last couple of days, I've been in communication with part of those uh, family members, reliving that experience so that they have closure with their mother. It's been quite extraordinary. Wow. And, you know, actually, one of the number one things that Oprah spoke about was the work that you do, find your passion, do your work, help, listen, and forgive. Yeah. Well, you know, oftentimes um, I'm in situations where family members, oh, and this has to do with sex, actually. I wanted, I was thinking about what what can I say about the dead and sex because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, people are like, are they looking at me when I'm having sex? Oh, I don't think they care anything about that. But I do have had perpetrators that have either sexually molested or done something inappropriate to either a loved one or someone that they didn't even know who have been on the other side and have come in and apologized to their victim. Really? 
Yep. Now, and, and that it, is it, that's part of the forgiveness that they are asking for. Well, they they need to make some form of restitution, or they've gotten on the other side and they and they see the error of their ways, and they get to see, you know, the the harm, the damage that it's caused, and they they come and they have asked for forgiveness, or they have just said, look, I I understand that you're so very hurt and upset about this. I just was either not in my right mind, or you know, they do give some sort of. Um, explanation that they didn't even know themselves when they were here on the earth plane. Mm-hmm. So I found that really interesting. It's happened a number of times. Now, whether the victims want to accept that is another question all entirely. Okay. Now, how many people will ask you about a lost love? You know, Lou, um, oddly enough, uh, spirits and those on the other side have set up so many opportunities. It's not that I give my card to someone and say, oh, I can talk to your dead relative. No, I've been put in situations over and over again where, and I don't even go where I'm not invited, but I will, mm-hmm. like, I'll, be, I'll be in a cab coming home from, you know, another city, and I'm stuck in traffic with a cabbie, and I, I'm not in the mood to talk, and, he said, oh, I just came back from Russia where my mother died. And I'm hearing in my head her name, where she lived, what she looked like. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I say something? And I feel, <laughs> and I, I feel it's my responsibility if that happens to say, well, you know, this is what I do. And I'm feeling this. Are you interested in this? Because we're, by now we're stuck in traffic. Spirit has created a traffic jam, and I've got to talk to this cabbie. Mm-hmm. And by the time he drops me off, you know, he's in tears, and we've made a connection with his mother, and he now knows where the, the, where the uh, crystal um, collection <laughs> was that his ex-wife <laughs> took it. <laughs> no, because, because his mother sees it. Oh, my God. Because I know for you. That, you know, when we have gone places, when we've gone for lunch or gone elsewhere, you are very respectful of asking people, would you like, you know, um, may I say something or do I have oh, your I permission? Won't, oh, I won't say anything unless I am completely confronted with the situation. I find it, quite honestly, I find it completely rude for people who do what I do to walk up to people and give them unsolicited information. I think it's rude. I think it's breaching boundaries, and I won't do it. I won't do it unless we are presented with a situation where Mm -hmm. somebody asks a question and I'm feeling pushed or I'm feeling that, you know, here's an opportunity and I will make a suggestion or I'll tell somebody what I see. It happened the other day in the grocery store. I ran Mm -hmm. into an actress from um, a a soap opera that I hadn't seen in a long time, and we were talking and talking and talking, and it was not my intention to read this woman, but I said, you know, I'm I'm actually seeing something around you. Would you like me to tell you? And she says, of course. (laughs) So I gave her the information. She said, you know, I cannot tell you. That has been on my mind for probably the last three months. So I gave her the information, and I hope that that was helpful. Now, as an example, for our listeners, you were on the show, um, Harry Loves Lisa. Yes. And you were were brought in, 
um, to have, you know, conversation. And, and Lisa is someone who she feels, you know, working with Lisa. someone who is very skilled in your area Lisa is Renna. like getting, you know, Lisa Renna, getting really good information and it's, you know, yes. something. Now, please tell the our listeners what transpired from that. Well, you know, television shows, unless they're your show, don't capture everything that happens. And mm-hmm. I walked in, and I immediately felt Harry Hamlin's father, who had a heart attack, comes to the house and talks about Harry's messy desk and a number of other little things. And the thing, the thing that I had done before I walked in, because I'd never been to their house before, but I had drawn their house prior to even coming up the driveway, and I could feel where there was compromise. I could feel where things were slipping or something needed to be fixed. So, you know, that's one of the things that I do. So psychically I gave them that, you know, I, I drew this picture, and I sat down with them and I gave it to them. But, you know, they didn't have that on on the show, but what Mm -hmm. I did tell them was, you know, look, I see your business. It's a problem. And, of course, what they didn't put on the show was I said, look, you're going to lose a lot of money between August and October, and this was of last year, and Mm -hmm. we filmed the show in June. So I said, you know, I'm being shown that you're going to lose a lot of money. Well, what happened? They were robbed three times. Right. Hurt the boutique. Yeah, at the boutique, at the boutique, but they, you know, they didn't know, you know, the the show didn't know that they were going to be robbed, but I just saw them losing money. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but that's what I saw. So, <laughs> and, and indeed, oh, it well. did happen. <laughs> yeah, it happened. Now, when someone comes to you, have you ever had one of their loved ones tell you that? There is someone waiting for them, or there's love somewhere, and they're not seeing it clearly. And we're going to have two minutes, and then we'll, we'll have a break, and then we'll, you know, come back to, you know, other chunks of this. Well, well, you know, that's a good question. A lot of the times, I it's not somebody dead that's giving me this information. Mm-hmm. Spirit or the divine benevolent source that's attached to all of us will give me information for someone. Um, actually, uh, on my uh, YouTube video, I just launched my YouTube channel about a month ago, Lou, and mm-hmm. under Marla Freeze, there are two videos. One is called Messages with Marla, and the other mm-hmm. one is Sessions with Marla. Messages with Marla shows how I work, but Sessions with Marla has a lovely woman explaining how spirit, not the dead, but the spiritual psychic consciousness that is attached to all of us, told me who she should be looking for. And her partner that she ends up marrying is also on this video, and she tells the story of how that happened. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful. I, I, have, I, I have seen it. It's darling. It is so darling. And then, of course, there was another girl, young girl, who came and sat with me. And I said, oh, I'm being told that, you know, you you like to date bad boys, which is typical. But literally, I was hearing you date bad boys. And then I said, you know what? Spirit is telling me that you need a boyfriend like Steve. And she (laughs) gasped. And and, and, and all of her girlfriends were like, who's Steve? Who's Steve? Well, she said, Steve has been my imaginary boyfriend since I was a little girl. Now, Lou, oh my gosh, who would no. go. go. We're going to break right now. Stay with us. Marla Freeze is my guest. We're coming back with Steve and who he is. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 central on toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millett on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Marla Fries, and before the break, we were speaking of a young woman who was dating bad boys, and Spirit said to Marla, um, you should be dating someone like Steve. So, Marla, who is Steve? Well, the funny thing was, Lou, that it was how I heard it. Mm-hmm. You should be dating someone like Steve, and it was, it was not you should be dating someone like Steve. I mean, it was so funny, and everybody reacted to it, and her reaction was she was aghast, and we all said, who is it? And she said, Steve has been my imaginary boyfriend since I was a little girl, but nobody knew that. So I said, so what are the qualities of Steve that you need and that you want? And it was completely um, uh, characteristics that were, uh, you know, just the opposite of what she had been looking for in men. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, so you need somebody stable. You need somebody that will listen. You need somebody that's funny. You need somebody that's humorous and not even so good looking. So I said, 
wow, well, they seem to know much better than you do who you should be dating. So it was really interesting, you know, because we all sat there and said, so tell us, you know, the qualities of this imaginary boyfriend. So this was in a group. Yes, it was in a group, a group, a group situation. You know, I love to do one-on-ones, you know, the one-on-one sitting together. I, mm-hmm. I do work on the phone. Um, I, you know, it's, it's spirit and information is not, you know, banned from me if I'm on the phone way. And mm-hmm. um, I love doing small groups. Um, I work up to about eight or, or ten people at a time when I do in a small group. And I'm also available to do larger groups, whether um, I'm invited to speak at an event. Um, I'm part of unknowncountry.com, which is Whitley Strieber's uh, webcast company with Dreamland. I'm, I'm one of his co-hosts for his program, Dreamland. I get to interview incredible authors about their books within the mm-hmm. paranormal and I'm their psychic medium expert, and there is a, a, a wonderful opportunity for people to meet Whitley and a number of uh, very interesting people at the Dreamland Festival in Nashville. That's coming up in June. Mm-hmm. So that's how people work with me. I, you know. Now, let's say, oh, and I also wanted to touch on, but, okay, here's someone. They want to get in contact with you. They can do it through your website, MarlaFreeze.com, yes. correct? Correct. Fill out the form. Um, mm-hmm. I am two hundred. I'm two hundred dollars an hour, and pe- people need to know that right up front. And um, I, I, you know, I can't promise what they will get. Meaning, it's not my agenda. It's it's the information that comes in for you. Often people say to me, you know, it wasn't what I thought I wanted, but it was absolutely what I needed. So I. You know, I surrender to, you know, doing this for people when I work with them. Yeah. Well, I must admit that when I went with my twin sister to do a session with you, and I thought because my twin sister and I being adopted, we were never able to meet our birth mother or our birth father. And I thought, oh, what a great idea. You know, Dee Dee's here. Let's go. Not at all what came through. But... (laughs) To put it mildly, as you know, but it was exactly what Dee Dee needed to hear at that time. And by the way, right. she said to you know give you a big hug and a big love. Oh well, you know, and that's one of the most wonderful things about the work that I do. Once I've connected with somebody, I have this. It's it's almost like we have built a bridge. We've all built a matrix together. And to be part of someone's life and be connected to you and Dee Dee, who, who I'd not met until that session, you know, I will, I will feel things around her. And I know that if there's something that comes up when you and I have lunch, if there's any information, I will, I will already, it's already direct communication. I'll get it. If I need to tell Dee Dee something, I can feel it. It's an imagine, it's a, it's an, it's an amazing family that I never thought that I, or, or that I could imagine having. And it is just, it's just an amazing thing to be able to help other people and be connected to them as well as their loved ones on the other side. Because really, I mean, and, and I have my awareness of this, we are all energy. And that energy is here. I mean, again, going back to the Oprah segment where she said, you know, you are not alone, that, yeah. you know, and she left today and she didn't say goodbye. She said, uh, she said, 
until we meet again. Yeah, love that. I, I won't say goodbye. And, but she kept stressing the interconnectedness, that we are not alone, that we are guided by spirit, that we are guided by whether you call it a God or whether you call it, you know, universal spirit, but it is right. all there. And I, and I think that I think more of us are becoming aware of it, and I think more of us are more accepting of that when we do listen to it, I call it the little voice for me. <laughs> yeah, the little voice. And it's the one that, you know, we, we get, you know, so egotistical thinking that our brains are so powerful. Our brains are just a bunch of electricity running around. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, you know the, there's a wonderful book that I just picked up the other day, and it's The Psychopath Test. So, you know, a lot of them are in our government. I mean, come on, we're watching, you know, and I don't mean to be disparaging about any of the male population, population, but we're seeing some real sort of strange things that have been hidden that are now becoming transparent in people's behavior. And, you know, I think that it's all interesting, and I think it's important to have be exposed. You know, secrets are like poison. Well, here's the thing. Um, we all know that ding dong, there is this thing that so as you do, so you will receive. Hmm? Well, that is karma. Yeah. yeah, but you know, ding dong karma calling, she has your address. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> well, Don't worry. well, you know, the other, the, the other thing about this too, which is part of, of my work, Lou, and I think your, your listeners might find this really fascinating. I have been given information about our loved ones that might not have known how to parent, they might not have been the best, Mm -hmm. but they're watching us, and they are learning through our growth. It is up to us to make choices that are different, bigger, better than what they did and how we parent and how we treat people. And they learn and grow from watching us. And a therapist friend of mine, because I have a lot of client therapists actually that are clients, and she said to me, you know, well, that's kind of the law of karma. They're watching what they have sown, and Mm -hmm. it's up to us what to do with how we reap that. And it is possible to heal them as well as heal ourselves. And that's a powerful statement, isn't it? It's it's really interesting. You know, oftentimes people on the other side are are stuck in their own sort of mental confusion and their own self-imposed prison and prayer for their souls is is important as well as, you know, praying that they get assistance because you have the opportunity to get assistance on the other side. Now, one of the other things I remember you telling me is if someone is despondent and grief-ridden here, mm-hmm. they, are, they are feeling that over there. Heck yes. You know, one of the misconceptions that I can, I can actually say that I will stand behind is that when you die, you just don't go to heaven and you're all happy and everything. I have found people really concerned about those of us who they, you know, the ones that are left behind. The family members here who are um, upset or they're, they're not being treated well or they're having struggles, the people on the other side feel these things. You know, 
it's not always a bed of roses. They also have to deal with, with what they have done. And they see the repercussions of their behavior with their children. And they watch how, how their children are living their lives. And if the children are despondent and upset and grief-ridden, the, the family members feel it. Absolutely. And the best thing that we can do for them is to, you know, deal with our own grief handle all our, our own stuff. And that's one of the things that I consistently say as far as relationships. One of the mm-hmm. best things that we can do about relationships is, you know, clean your own stuff up. Get healthy because what you are, you will attract to you. And spirit and the universe is so smart. You will keep, you know, attracting somebody with the same problems as one of the parents that you had in your life, whether it be, you know, not getting along with your father or your mother, what of those, um, you know, people in your life that weren't giving you what you need, you will attract in a partner, and you will continue to attract it until you have healed that. So, which is the, which is why people keep attracting the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And unless they have their own intervention by looking at themselves and going, hmm, I wonder why this keeps happening. It can't be somebody else. It's got to be me. You know, I mean, you have to keep going to the source. And the source is you and looking at what you have done. And, of course, the universe or, 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 or God or whatever you want to call it is available to you to tap into to get help on a consistent basis. You just have to ask for it. Is that one of the things and lessons that people, we have like two minutes until our next break. Okay. Is that one of the lessons that we don't get and that we don't follow, is that we don't ask? Well, you know, it's a, it's a couple of different things. We are, we're a society that is immediate gratification. You know, mm-hmm. after all of the wars and everything, we don't want to even take responsibility for the wars that we set up because we have all of these boys coming back that are completely traumatized by war, and we're not taking care of them. Mm-hmm. We're not taking care of the emotional um, problems that our children in schools are having to deal with. We're not handling the drug and alcohol abuse of the children, the codependent you know, um, nature of us as a society. We're not handling that very well. You mm-hmm. understand what I mean? That, absolutely. Now, we have 30 seconds until we go to our break. Okay. But what I'd like to do when we come back is have you give another example of something to let people know, you know, the type of gift that you have that, you know, they might be able to access. And then I want to mm-hmm. talk about the military psychics. And here comes the music. My guest is Marla Freeze. Please stay with us. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Come be a part of Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio. Her goal is to inspire you to be creative every day. Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on Toginet.com. 
Pat lives and breathes being creative through her quilt design business, but her creativity and interests have no bounds. On her show, she'll be introducing us to guests through interviews and talks that have a creative life. We'll learn more about what goes on in the world of quilting. And since Pat, like many of us, is creative in many ways, she'll also introduce us to creative people in other crafts like knitting, crochet, paper arts, and lots more. Pat is also an author, a lecturer, designer, and cheerleader of many. She's tried her hand at making almost everything you can think of and does many crafts to keep her inspired to create. Check out her website, patsloan.com. What makes Pat most happy is to inspire others to be creative every day. So join us for Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on Toginet.com. People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears, just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleO'Dell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Marla Fries, and she can be reached at www.marle. Marla, M-A-R-L-A, M-A-R-L-A. I write it down every day. Marla, M-A-R-L-A. F-R-E-E-S dot com. Now, <laughs> one of the things I remember, my dear, is the movie Ghost and the movie Hereafter are, they're kind of like, you know, entertainment depictions of what you do. Yes, and, and they're really good ones of it, too. You know, I'd like to say that I'm as as charming and funny as Whoopi, but I, I might not be. But that's really the way. <laughs> but that is very much the way things show up. They mm-hmm. sound like that. They. It's like you know. Remember what you did for breakfast this morning, Lou? Mm-hmm. Can you think about that in your mind? Well, that's how I see things. But it's not my memory. It's someone else's, or it's information that I need to give to somebody. They show me certain things. It can be impressions. It can be feelings. But hereafter, I'm so, so thrilled that Clint Eastwood, who has such a wonderful reputation, so such a wonderful filmmaker, went there, went to this conversation, and beautifully depicted what I do in a very simple way. Um, Matt Damon struggles with the gift. Yes, I struggled with the gift, of course. Um, and the beginning of that movie with the tsunami, oddly enough, 
that movie came out on pay-per-view uh, pay, pay as well as, um, you know, in Netflix, the same week of the tsunami that happened in Japan. And I think aye, aye, aye. these things, you know, um, what's happening across our country with tornadoes and, and all of these really, really dangerous weather things is all of these are opportunities for us in various ways to find more compassion for ourselves and other people. You know, as you know, Lou, loss. The more you navigate loss, um, the more compassion you have for yourself. It becomes um, a way of, wow, um, learning how painful it is to lose whether it's a loved one or a home or your possessions, whatever it is, this is how we reconnect with the truth, ourselves, source, our loved ones. It's a really humbling time. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. So you had, you had wondered, you had asked me about um, how people who are even skeptical of communicating with either the dead or, or listening to psychic information, listen, we are all intuitive. I don't care if you have a banker sitting across from you who, you know, just is a, is a numbers guy. He often is incredibly intuitive. I know people who, you know, spend a lot of time um, investing money based on their intuition. They don't think it's their intuition. They think it's how smart they are. But it's really an, intu- it's a, it's really an intuitive nature. And I, I always, um, you know, tell, tell either my clients or, or even people that I'm talking with on a radio program that to pay attention to something in your body, the gut response, or mm-hmm. even, you know, you know, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Bill. I don't know why I'm thinking about Bill, but of course Bill will call in the next 15 minutes. Or, you know, it, it feels right for me to, to not take that vacation to Florida next week. I don't know why, but I'm just not going to go. And, mm-hmm. of course, something might happen you know, where you are that kept you, um, it, it was smart that you didn't make that trip. Or even children, you know, people with their, with their children, mothers and fathers, are incredibly intuitive about their kids. Oh, they, yeah. Oh, it's just the way it is. So this is something that we just need to pay attention to. And mm-hmm. um, the more you pay attention, you know, the, the better you get. Now, that part we do know, my dear. Can you give our listeners an example of a, let's choose a man who was completely skeptical about this stuff that you were doing with him and had a result that had him not be skeptical? Oh, you know, those men are just tricky. I know. <laughs> well, well, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a man or, or a woman. I mean, there are often people who, who are skeptical. I, well, there's a really great example, you know, on sessions with Marla. There's this wonderful man who came for a session with his wife, and, you know, they don't know me, and I, I basically start talking about something that's wrong with the, with the wife, and it was actually a medical thing that I was seeing, and, you know, they were very sweet, and the woman was into the whole thing, and she went back, and she had a bunch of blood tests, and the point was the, the man was pretty skeptical, and he called the friend of mine who had me do a session at this guy's house and said, you know, we had the blood test. Your girl doesn't know what she's talking about, and... You know, we all felt really terrible, but 
I was just, you know, giving the information that I had heard. But six months later, that guy calls and apologizes because what I had actually said, based on the information that I was giving, was true. But it took six months in order for that information <laughs> to... And this was these were medical tests, right? Yeah, they were medical tests, yeah. And, you know, um, in no way that I'm a doctor, but... I am given information about certain things, and, you know, I can't tell you how many times people will call me and say, you know, that happened eight months later, or, yeah, that happened uh, a year later. Sometimes it even takes two years, or, you know, I have friends that said, do you remember when you said such and such? Of course, I don't remember when I said such and such. I had a producer um, call me the other day and said, <laughs> Do you remember when you told me? Do you remember when you told me that I was going to be really disappointed in my husband because of the bad financial deal that he was going to make? <laughs> I said no. She said, "Well, he made it this year." You told me that like a year and a half ago, and it was almost to the same date. And she was, you know, you know, I. What can I say? You know, I just give the information, Lou. I am just you're, the you're, you're the messenger, my dear. <laughs> I am the, don't shoot the messenger, Lou. <laughs> now, would you agree with this statement, Marla? Given the things that you have seen, both from, you know, here, the things you've done, you know, the therapeutic things you've done, the life coaching that you've done, that we are all responsible for our own energy and the kind of energy we bring in, and that energy is something that can make us magnetic or can have us repel people? Well, that's a, that is certainly a good question. I think that people are walking around wounded, and if mm -hmm. they don't address it, they will pull to them an energy that vibrates on that same woundedness. And, I mean, you, you will constantly, you know, look, let's just look at our prisons for an example. If there was woundedness in this child's family and the family didn't know how to handle it, the child vibrates with that same woundedness and gets involved in a gang or gets mm -hmm. involved in some nefarious business or doesn't know how to take care of themselves and they have to go to jail because of drug abuse or they have killed somebody in a car because they were alcoholics. That kind of vibration, I mean, I'm starting at the base level of vibration, but that can be, you know, in relationships too. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, have to, you have to resonate at a level that you want in your life. And if you are not resonating there, how do you think you're going to attract somebody that resonates at a better level? Right. You've got to I mean, work you... on you. You know, someone comes out of a relationship that, you know, I love when people say, well, the relationship ended badly. That's usually why things are ending. <laughs> well, you know, oh, look, I, I, I got divorced, okay? And mm -hmm. I, I was, um, although Spirit told me to leave three times, in my way I had made a commitment and I wasn't going to leave. And they basically said, look, we're going to make it impossible for you to stay. And they did. But, um, uh, you know... <laughs> You know, that's what a 22-year-old and a 50-year-old's laugh is going to do. You know, how could he resist that? But the point was the relationship, um, 
it needed to be terminated because there were woundings in both of our lives that he might not have been willing to address, and neither was I. And mm-hmm. uh, even though I wanted to stay in therapy or work on some things, it exhausted him. So it was important that he go off and stay with a 22-year-old because that was the level that he was operating out of. It was important. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I know exactly what you're saying. I, I When I went through my situation, wasn't what I would want, but I remember lying there in bed this, and having bright, sunny, you know, fall day, and all of a sudden I put into my brain the one comment I went, I actually put the sentence together, and I said, this marriage is over. I didn't say it. I just thought it, and bam, like immediately after that, it was like, Phew. there was this hate that went through my head and said, it's going to be bigger than you ever expected, right. and I knew what it was talking about was my life, and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. but I needed to have that experience in order to continue forward to do the things that I'm doing now. Now, absolutely. We're coming down to our final minute. Marla, what would you like to let people know um, are, you know, you can help them with whether it is work, whether it is their love life, whether it's the direction to potentially connect with someone that has crossed over. I mean, you have that gift. You can do it on the phone. You can do it individually in a group. Well, you know what I, I say to, to anyone about this work? Um, if you feel compelled and you want to work with me, then you will work with me. And what mm-hmm. we will do will be transformational on some level. Um, sometimes I, you know, um, I will connect with, with a client and, you know, we make the decision that it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but people learn these things and, you know, um, summer's coming up. People are going to have more time on their hands. Maybe, you know, people are out of school or... or right, you know. and we have 15 seconds. Marla's website, my guest is Marla Fries, is www, this time I'm spelling it right, M-A-R-L-A-F-R-E-E-S dot com. And this free download will be available by tomorrow. Thank you all for being here. And Marla, thank oh, you for thank being you. my guest. Thank you so much, Lou. It was, it was wonderful. Thank you all. Okay, take care, my dear. Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget. 